Well, welcome to the follow-up podcast. My name is Hayden. I am the worship director here at Arbor Church. And today I'm joined by Cliff Tatama, our interim pastor, uh, Allison Oconee, our community care pastor, and Brian Cobley, our students director. And that was great. Whatever you're doing right there, keep that up. That was good. Um, and today we have a live audience, which just is a, it's not a first, but it's, it's up there with the amount of times this happened. So we are recording. You're not going to introduce our live audience? There's not that many. There's a whole room of them. I just can't. <laughs> just can't see them. This, the podcast would be only me introducing our audience if I went through and did that. <laughs> so I'm not going to do that. But thank you, Brian. That was a great idea. Um, today we are recording a podcast that... We won't be releasing, well, I mean, by the time you watch it or listen to it, it will be released, but we're actually recording this ahead of time because we as a staff have been encouraged and we're going to take our vacation when we can. So when you're listening to this, one of us is probably on vacation and we couldn't get together for our podcast. So um, today we thought it'd be interesting, but also beneficial to talk about what we around the office call legs, which is our family value. But before we family values, before we hop into it, though, um, we just want to talk about what the mission and vision of the church is, so that the family values would make more sense and there'd be some context there. So, do you guys want me to read that, or is one of you guys feeling just really led to do some reading right now? Brian, you looked up. I think that you want me to read. Yeah, our mission. Actually, I was just going to pop in really fast. Not that I'm, I'm not taking your reading time away. She takes the middle seat. I'm just, just saying. She just takes just over the put podcast. A, put a pin in that for a second. We had a time to uh, rewrite our yes. mission and vision statement. It was probably two months ago. And it was an important part for our interim pastor to guide us through this exercise so that we could redefine who is Arbor? Why are we here? And what are we about? So we just wanted to double check since we had had a leadership <laughs> shift last year. Wondered, like, are, are some of the values still the same? Are we here for the same reasons? Um, is our footprint here in Woodenville, mm -hmm. um, does it look exactly the same or yeah. has something changed? Yeah. So that's why we kind of got a, uh, out the whiteboard and did a little brainstorming together as a team. And then we ran it past the elders, which got the rubber stamp. So anyhow, that's just the context. Yeah. yeah and, and can you put a pin in it for just a second longer so I can... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, because uh, so so I would say rather than a rubber stamp, I'd say enthusiastic support and yes. approval, right? Standing and, ovation uh, is what standing I understood. Ovation. Yes, yes, yes. But really, so here's the here's the here the, the I think the background of this is it's our our belief that um, each church is part of the greater church of Jesus's greater church in the same way each individual is. Each individual, we all have different gifts that Jesus says we're supposed to bring to the table. And it's only with all of our different gifts that the body is full and complete. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing with churches. So the question is, what's the identity of each church? What's the role that Jesus would have it fulfill? And that was what allowed us to say, hey, are we still mm -hmm. what we originally, Arbor started out as with the DNA? And is that who we are? And let's bring clarity to that with mission, with a vision, and with values that really state clearly who we are. So... Yeah, yeah, that was the backdrop. Yeah. We ought to, somebody ought to tell us what the mission, what we arrived at for a mission. I'm just going to put a pin in Brian for one more <laughs> okay. second. Okay, yeah. 
I think that's a good idea. I'm watching our uh, our confidence monitor back here, and I apologize for for the video watchers. It looks like our AC kicked on, and then they might get motion sickness watching this. But uh, just want to acknowledge that at the front. But Brian, if you would read the mission statement. But before he does. <laughs> Go ahead. Why, go do you, ahead. why do you do it? Because you know he's going to put the microphone back. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. People helping people find and follow Jesus. Can you read that a little slower? <laughs> um, Our mission you. at Arbor is we want to be people helping people find and follow Jesus. Um. I'm trying to think back. What was our original mission statement? Because we changed that. Did we not change that statement? Well, the original mission statement, which is what we now call our tagline, was making disciples. Correct. Dot, dot, dot. Together. together. But we also had, I don't want to get too far off, but we also had a, a whiteboard, like mission and vision, and then making disciples together before Cliff was here. That, seeing lives transformed. Yes, that's okay. Yes, I know I'm not, I wasn't making something up, but yeah, we had a, a different mission. Yeah, but Arbor from day one, when you guys planted, it was making disciples together, right? It was, and a uh, primary focus being helping the hurting, yeah. uh, the grieving, addicted, and lost. Um, right before COVID, there was sort of a facelift on that, um, which was the life transformation or life change, and then yeah. that kind of Never got off the ground too Didn't much because we that was what? good, Brian. Get legs. That was great. Get legs. <laughs> Didn't have legs. That we was did. a pity laugh, I think, from Allison. <laughs> He's cracking himself up. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we didn't have too too long of a on ramp on that mm. one, um, and then COVID. So yeah. life did change, though. So yeah, well, I was gonna bef- say before COVID hit, we were actually in the process of reworking the the mission statement which was going to be people helping people find and follow yeah. Jesus because I think what we discovered at the church was when you say that our mission statement is making disciples that word disciple and discipleship just means diff yeah just has different meanings for everybody and they usually come up with like their background of churches of what we're trying to do so mm-hmm. there are some people who thought that we weren't living up to our mission statement because of their definition mm-hmm. of discipleship. Mm-hmm. So Right. Was it that first-time evangelism moment where you make a conversion, so yeah. to speak? Or was it the growing of a disciple? Mm-hmm. Um, and what we like to answer was yes yeah. to both. Right. Which is really where the mission statement is at now, isn't it? Because it's right. both. It's people yeah, helping people, which is that discipleship process, find evangelism mm-hmm. and follow discipleship mm-hmm. Jesus. So, and, yeah. And, and to us, making disciples together is people helping people find and follow Jesus. Right. And the people helping people is that together part of, right. the, of the tagline while the making disciples is find and follow yep. Jesus. So, yeah, there's um, if somebody comes up to us and goes, well, does that mean door to door? I think if you want to. If it doesn't mean we're going to, you know, go on just don't trips. wear Just don't wear your Arbor cap while you're doing that, if you could. <laughs> go door to door. Door to door. Does it mean we're giving out bumper stickers? Maybe. If it's <laughs> cool. I don't know. <laughs> so... Yeah. People helping people find and follow Jesus is our mission statement. Who who would love Brian? You know, why don't you popcorn who you want to read the vision Ooh, statement? Okay. Um, 
I don't have my glasses on. Don't have my glasses on. Allison, <laughs> you seem like you really want to read this. <laughs> I was saying I don't have my glasses on. For yeah, I thought I was getting that. I was getting that. Don't have my glasses on. Yeah, it was a spiritual I thing. I popcorn over it to you. Okay, Cliff. here we go. Here we you go. The, vi- the vision. So the mission is how we do and and what we are doing in order to try to accomplish the the vision, which is seeing our lives, community, and a hurting world transformed as we walk with Jesus, become like Him, and do what He did together. So dot, we got that dot, together dot. back in there again. Yeah along with the tagline. So, yeah, so all that sets up then what are the values that we have to do that? What, what, how, how should we go about doing that? What should that look like in our lives? And that's where the family values that we're yeah. calling has come in, right? Yeah, I was going to say the, the mission is what, uh, what we're about, but the vision is what we'd like to see happen. And then the family values is kind of not necessarily the logistical approach, but what we value to get to that outcome. Yeah. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Yes. And just to let everyone know who's watching, like this, this is definitely mission, vision, and family values of Arbor. But I do believe our family values can be for anybody who who calls church their home, like who attend a different church. These family values is just great within just your own spiritual walk. Mm-hmm. I think, though, if they do all five of these, they actually belong to Arbor. Yeah, so that's they true. They would yeah. be considered an Arbor yeah. family yeah. member. So no matter what church they go to, they should at least tithe to Arbor. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. You know, we have we have rights to these. Yeah. We, I agree. We, it's we our legs. A, it's our legs yeah. that they're it's using. We would not be we offended. We these legs. You will use them for us. <laughs> we would not be uh, offended, nor would we turn the check away. So, right. Um, let's hop into the family values, which we have, uh, I don't know if this is a word, but ac- acronymized into legs. Yeah. Um, so, legs is L E G G S. So, I know it's not a proper word, but the first one is the L, which is live invitationally. Now, we could just read through it and just say that's our family values, but I feel like it's probably better that we get into what do these values actually look like. Um, so does anyone want to take a stab at what living invitationally would look like? Oh, so I kind of want to throw that one to you. Oh, okay. She doesn't have her glasses on, though. I yeah. don't, so I'm just going to have to like go off of my memory and my heart. Um when you live invitationally, it's what we do anytime we're excited or enthusiastic about a product or a lifestyle or a concept or a something. We naturally say to other people, like, I love this thing. You got it. Like, God, do it with me. I love it. And whether it's skydiving or going to a great coffee place or um, like music a multi level marketing. Love. What? <laughs> <laughs> multi level. Sorry, sorry. No, we are not MLM here. <laughs> no, but so it would be like, I love my church. I would love for you to come with me. Or I love my small group. You should come with me sometime. Or I'm mm. reading this book, you know, with my with my church. You should read it too. Like, mm. it's just that how we leak naturally mm. the things that we love and that we're enthusiastic about. And it's inviting other people along. So like I work in the preschool room on Sunday mornings. It's so much fun. I have, they're so cute and they love me. And I always feel so, um, 
I don't know, like it, it's so life-giving to serve there. Come with me and do it with me. It's just that whole like come along with me and do th this cool thing together. So church should be that way as well um, in all of its different formats. Um, it should be something that you're so passionate about that you want to invite others along. Yeah, I feel like people do that when it comes to movies. Like, oh, totally. If you're talking about a movie and someone's like, oh, I haven't seen this. Like, what? You haven't seen that movie, which I feel like people get really upset because I've never seen the movie Die Hard. Mm. Yeah. Uh -oh. You haven't seen huh. Die Hard? I'm yeah. just kidding. That's okay. But usually, I'm not like, upset about that. I think <laughs> it's probably helped you, but that's okay. Yeah. And I think but, in, a, in a broader sense, sorry to cut you off. No, I was going to say it's not so much about like coming, darkening the door at Arbor. Like that's not the live invitationally part. It's, um, it's your faith that leaks like you have a piece that you want to share you have love that you want to share you have mm -hmm. um wisdom you know like something you read in the bible this morning that excites you it's like you're inviting people into your life yes you're you have like a welcome mat out in your life and you're saying come with me and do yeah do this yeah. together with me yeah, i love that the way you reverse that that way when you say it's inviting people into your life. Mm -hmm. And it really is. You're inviting people to do life with you mm -hmm. on whatever level that is. And I think part of the thing we have to understand is when we do that, it can get messy, right? Mm -hmm. Because the house isn't always clean or because of whatever it is, it's going to change your schedule. It's going to. But if you're living invitationally, you are always inviting people into life and, and to do life with them as well. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's a both, both mm -hmm. and deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and a lot of what we do here at Arbor currently in nature of COVID and just trying to restart things and, and uh, gain energy around them is a lot, of our th a lot of our programming involves people coming to Arbor, right, on a Sunday morning or um, a Thursday night for students um, or even like bringing stuff to the food bank, right? There's a lot of people coming to Arbor, and I think something that we would love to see is people going out from Arbor, getting, you know, that, that teaching, that community that you get here on a Sunday morning or a Thursday night, whatever X, Y, or Z event, go out and live invitationally, right? Go out and make a difference. And it doesn't all have to be here in the building. We'd love for you to leave the building and go do things. And sure, bring people here on Sundays when you want to invite someone to church. But like you said, have people, you know, come to the building. So, yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. Sorry, I was distracted by Allison's handsome husband as he walked through. So, <laughs> what you said also kind of goes with the second one too. By the way. Yeah. Which Engage is. consistently. Engage consistently. Great segue. Go for it, Brian. Well, this is actually this is one of my favorites because anybody uh, who's been with Arbor for these last four years, the family values aren't new. The order we changed the order to say legs, and we also changed one which was this one, which is engaged consistently. You, we used to say attend regularly, mm -hmm. but I think COVID, even before COVID, we kind of realized that attendant, church attendance is kind of different these days, and now churches are looking at attendance differently. Uh, you know, it used to be a weekly thing, and then it started shifting to, you know, if somebody attended church once a month, you kind of consider them a normal a tender. A, a normal tender. And they consider themselves a normal, yeah, a regular yeah. attender yeah. if they yeah. show up once a month. Once a month. So that one just kind of got, you know, just difficult 
to, to look at. So then during COVID, one thing that we as a church were just trying to help people do because we realized that th this is what people were saying there wasn't opportunity to do, and that was just engage with the church. Mm -hmm. And so during COVID, Arbor was trying their best to just post different sort of just content each and every day just so people can still engage with the church. Yeah. Like, I think it was Monday through Friday. There was something different posted each day. That's where the follow-up was birthed, was was for the engage consistently. And and that is kind of like where we're at now is, you know, Arbor still has so many different opportunities for you to engage with us, whether that is the food bank, whether that is Thursday night, whether that is when somebody goes up on stage and say, hey, we have the prayer team coming up here and just want to pray for you to engage with that, to, mm -hmm. to engage in worship. There's just It just means that be part of what Arbor is doing or what your church is doing. Engaged with them. And don't, yeah. like, don't just attend and go, cool, let me get out of here before that last song ends because mm -hmm. I don't want people to talk to me. But actually engage with people and, and engage with the church. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's move on to our I next. I thought there was going to be more okay. comments there. Yeah, no, no. Great. That was great, Brian. No, the segue, the segue, is, the segue, uh, is, yeah. if, segue is if you engage consistently, you have to also be have in your mind to grow spiritually. Because if you're just engaging and just doing a lot of service and you're not growing spiritually, then you wind up getting very empty and that ends up will ultimately end up in burnout or end up in actually not being helpful to anybody. So. Oh, for sure. Can I... I I don't know if this is the right place for this story, but I'll let you know. Uh, what? Oh, you'll let me know. Yeah. Okay, so thumbs up or down on this and one? To let everybody know, we are on grow spiritually right now. Oh no, sorry, I was going to put a pin in that and go back to okay. engage. Oh. Okay, Brian, engage. you got a lot of holes in you. This story is about engage. Well, so once upon a time, there was a thing called COVID that forced us online to do a live stream service <laughs> instead of just ministered people who showed up in the four walls. And there was a family, um, Sue Bragg and Brad Bragg, mm. and her husband was Gary Bragg, is Gary Bragg. So anyhow, they engaged regularly online with us um, every Sunday in the online campus. Yeah. They were there. They would not just watch and kind of ghost, you know, kind of by watching but not saying anything. They would always pop in and say good morning and they would have conversation with us, the online yeah. hosts. And we we became familiar with them. And then when we opened the doors, Brad was first to serve yeah. back in the tech booth. He, you know, jumped into serving. And Sue and Gary, meanwhile, stayed online and faithfully um, engaging with us online. Well, then come to find out, Brad was killed tragically in a sudden car accident um, two months ago now. Yeah. And it was like we knew them already. We were able to, mm -hmm. like, minister to them um, in a tragedy, whereas if they had just been ghosting and kind of, like, keeping an eye silently on the screen and never really engaging with us, we may not have, A, known their need, or B, had that relationship with them where we could step yeah. in and minister to them. Yeah, so really anyhow, good. it's just an interesting thing. A, a year ago or two years ago, we never would have thought online ministry would be a deal. But <laughs> it's are. a deal. Yeah. So yeah, that's cool. Just wanted to point that out. Yeah, thank you. That Was was that worth it, Hayden? No, you get your thumbs Marginal? up. Marginal? Thumbs up. Okay. Yeah. No, All that right. was ex good. excellent, excellent, excellent. So now Let's we can grow go to spiritually. grow spiritually. Let's talk about growing spiritually. 
Can we talk about growing spiritually now? Yeah. Go ahead, Allison. <laughs> oh, it's up to me? Yes. No, you yes. were. Oh. No, I, I already I, I did. Think it, you know? I think it was you. you. Were... <laughs> Let's roll the tape back. You know what this looks like? The Sheridan salute. Yeah. <laughs> what when is that? Well, when you're in prison, it's always somebody else's fault. You're always pointing <laughs> out. Never mind. Okay. Uh, grow spiritually. We just think it's really important that we grow spiritually. That's what we think. Because if you're not growing spiritually, you won't engage and you won't even do the rest of the things that we have down as values, right? So it's just really important that, that our relationship with God isn't stagnant. And so that's why it's a value as a family value saying we, we just want to really keep encouraging people to grow spiritually. When they don't, they get stagnant. When they don't, things start to fall off when you don't. It's just like a, a relationship, personal relationship. If you are no longer communicating, you're not growing, your relationship ultimately is in trouble. And it would seem without this component, we were just a club, right? What would be the difference between us being like the Woodenville Social Club? Um, you know, if we're asking our members to pop in and connect with us and serve and um, and yes. give and... But if, if there's not our faith component, like we're actually growing mm -hmm. in our faith, I don't know what the point would be right? other yeah. than just maybe a social club. This sets us apart from the winery clubs right here. And <laughs> the lack of alcohol. And the yes. lack of alcohol. <laughs> that does too. Yeah. I would hope. <laughs> we won't go into that. Okay. Uh, but to, to be a little bit more specific, putting both of you on the spot, how would... If someone was going to go to Arbor and they asked you the question, "Hey, I, I understand legs. How can I grow spiritually?" Great question. What are what What would you say that Arbor has you know provided outlets for people to grow spiritually? What would you say? Well, I we can describe what Arbor has, but I would also just throw the question back a little bit and say you do realize like there are more ways to grow spiritually than just what you get at Arbor, right? Yeah. So like this morning I listened to a great podcast coming in on prophetic prayer and it was out of Bridgetown. Um, mm. and it just happened to be, you know, I was podcasting them and it's like, you can get fed from all sorts of books and resources and all yeah. that. Um, so it's not just your spiritual growth just doesn't have to be contingent on what we offer here at Arbor. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think actually more better that it isn't. I really do. It's that it's a personal mm -hmm. responsibility, you know, and in the staff meeting this morning, we took a piece of scripture, took Psalm 23, and everybody took a minute to soap that to say, what's, what's my observations? What's the application for us personally? You know, and there's a great way to grow personally is just mm -hmm. how you read the word of God. We do offer Sunday services. Mm -hmm. We offer, um, you know, our grow tools that we still have to reprint. <laughs> so um, we have we have groups. We have um, you know some ongoing Bible studies and whatnot. So you know I would I would advise people to get into a group actually yeah. too. Yeah. And and uh, it's not the next one, so this is a terrible segue. But we also have opportunities to serve, which mm -hmm. is a great great way to grow. But that is not the next one. Oh, it's not. It. What Are is we? The next one? Do we feel sufficient oh. in our uh, discourse on growing spiritually? I do have a question. Is it proper so. podcast etiquette to name another person's podcast? I think that's acceptable. Okay, I'll allow it. Yeah. Um, also, I love Bridgetown, so I'm not. I'm never. Okay, gonna, so. <laughs> I'm never going to say no to Bridgetown. Um, well, let's move into give generously. This one, you know feels super vague like what is what does it really mean mm -hmm. to give generously so mm -hmm. this is every 
every pastor's favorite sermon to give. Yeah. So why not, don't you do it, Brian? No, I'm going to let you do it, Hayden. You haven't talked about one yet. Yeah, Hayden. Yeah, Hayden. Oh, oh yeah. You take it. Give generously. <sighs> I don't even know where I want to start with this one. You guys are mean for throwing this towards me. <laughs> you could always start at the baseline, which is like a regular tithing. Yeah. Expectation. Hope. Which is 10%. Right. Is which what is that's what the Bible has said, right? The that you would give ten percent of your income to the church, whatever church you're a part of. Um obviously if you listen to this podcast, there's probably a good chance that you call Arbor home. But I think that we've said give generously because not only is it financially, but it's giving of your time, your talents, um, whatever you can, not specifically to Arbor, but if you call Arbor home. We would hope that you're tithing here, that you're giving your time. It goes right into serving, um, but it also, you know, if you have a, a talent or something that you can use to um, further the kingdom here or in Woodenville or wherever you live, that that's something that you would embody is is not not having your hand open for God to give to you, but for you to have a hand outstretched saying, what can I give to the kingdom and to the community that I'm in, so... I also want to give the disclaimer uh, that when when Hayden does say uh, 10%, nobody here is actually tracking the percentage that you're giving. Brian is not tracking. So give more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know what's fascinating is we, th- we think that's off the hook, and it is. In, in evangelical giving, it's less than 3%. The average person actually does less than 3%. Yeah. That calls themselves a member of of a church or an organization, which is quite a bit, obviously, below 10. However, when, when that was written, that was the baseline. That was not, that was not even considered generous. That was considered minimum. You, you couldn't call it an offering until you got past the 10%. Mm-hmm. And once you're past the 10%, now, so you read in the Old Testament, it says, bring in your tithes and offerings. The tithes was the first 10. The offerings were above that. And, and, uh, you know, I think it's just really interesting how, how we, how often I've heard, oh, I can't do that much. I can't do that much. Um, and you say, well, that's the one thing that God says, test me in this and see, mm-hmm. just go ahead and try it. See what happens. Yeah. I think and, it's one of my favorite ways of seeing God's people respond to his nudge because there are so many needs that can be met, um, in a spirit of generosity, not just sticking to the baseline. So one of the stories I love from this last year, our food bank had um, put out an ask for bar soap. <laughs> so like just shower soap, you know, that you Irish could spring. use. Irish spring or dove or whatever. And so they, they were like, okay, now is the time that we really need bar soap. And So I just kind of put it out on our Arbor Community Facebook page. I'm like, you guys, we need soap. And um, Dave Bishop wrote in and connected with me, and he goes, hey, I make bar soap for a hobby, and I make it homemade, and I just want to do this now. I don't want to have it be a big project that takes months to get done. So can we just, like, can I give you a bunch of soap by the end of the week. Mm. And I was like, I am not stopping you. (laughs) Bring it. So anyhow, he boiled up vats and vats and vats of whatever it was. And he made a million bars of soap, like in a couple, in a couple days. Yeah. 
literally. And then <laughs> wow. we needed to wrap them. And another member of our church, I just put that request out and like within minutes somebody was like i'll wrap them all and put little bows on them and stickers and wow. so by the awesome. end of the week you know the food bank had all these amazing bars of soap and i and i think that's what generosity looks like you yeah. hear a need god's like hey dude that yeah. one's for, for you. you and then you like jump in mm -hmm. and you're like let's not make this a big project or program let me just do it yeah. <laughs> you know yeah and so anyhow i just love seeing our community do that over and over and over again they do it all the time Man, and it's I, just yeah. the biggest encouragement i love hearing those kind of stories it's just the body at work that is so good oh, thank you for yeah, sharing yeah I, I have a million of them if you ever need generosity stories wow you come and ask wow. that story They're so great yeah. is so great but the craziest part about it is i remember hearing about that and it felt like it was four years ago that that happened <laughs> it feels COVID like we've been time <laughs> covid time it just feels like you told us that so long ago before i even worked here on staff four years ago <laughs> um so let's hop into the last portion of our legs um serve sacrificially um i think we've all gone now so someone has to double up and and I'll double up on that one okay. because um, I think the picture to me of serving sacrificially is of Jesus putting a towel around his waist mm. and washing the disciples' feet. It's it's a, it's being willing to serve at a level that you, all that power, all that authority, and he gets down on his knees and does this menial task. It's being willing to serve to sacrifice your own. Yeah. Uh, elevated position or your own thoughts or whatever to just being willing to help out and do whatever yeah. you can do to serve. And I, that is such a great picture to me, the, the teacher, the one who would normally be elevated intentionally uh, lowers himself. And yet in doing so ministers incredibly and still is today, even to us as yeah. we think about it and talk about it. I like the word sacrificially in this too, because yeah. I feel like it takes it from like a checklist. Like if you're like, yeah, I'll sign up to volunteer. It won't cost me any time, right? Or any effort <laughs> right. or like right. any right. inconvenience or money or anything like that. Then I'll say yes to that. It's yeah. like, nope, it's when it costs you a little bit. Like it's, a, it is a little inconvenient yeah. Yeah. or it's messy or it is, you know, Something that strains you just a little beyond your yeah. comfort level. Right. Okay, that's where we're talking. Yeah. Yeah. That's served sacrificially. Yeah. And I think another area is if God calls you to do it, and it's not even an area that you would normally think is a strength. You know, I think spiritual gifting sometimes can set people sideways in these thing, kind of things. They take a spiritual gift analysis or something and go, well, here's, here's the areas I'm gifted in. And then you have a huge need for them to serve over here. And they go, well, I can't do that. That's not my gifting. Right. And, but God's calling them to do it. And you say, no, that, that would be a sacrifice then. Right. Right. And that's what I'm asking you to do for this season. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And I think I, the interesting thing. Oh, I'm sorry, Hayden. It's go ahead. okay. No, it's fine. You start talking. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say the exciting thing about Arbor in this season, it's a little bit of a rebuilding season in that once upon a time we planted and we called people to join us and they were all the builders. Like they rolled up their sleeves and they did hard, yeah. hard and holy work here to build this church. And then we got into like, cruise control a little bit and we were able to coast and everybody got to serve where they felt gifted, right? Because there were enough programs to find their sweet spot. 
Um, and then COVID, and then we like had to start over again, right? Like now we're rebuilding again and needing people to get in there and get a little bit messy and roll their sleeves back up yeah, again. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, we're not quite at cruise control, but yeah. I would, I would just encourage the flock here then mm. to say, how can, how can I serve and meet the need? Not yeah. necessarily where I feel gifted or called, yeah. mm-hmm. but yeah. because there's a need. Yeah. That's well, what I was when I think of serve sacrificially, I think of, it might've been two weeks ago, Allison, you and I got to witness this, but we had um, a volunteer, Kyle Adams, who had just got done serving at both services. And you had, you had informed uh, Jeff, the tech lead, that there was somebody that we were caring for that needed a grocery item taken all the way out to, as you described, Idaho. Basically Idaho. Yeah, you needed <laughs> you needed someone to drive all the way out to Idaho to deliver this item. And Kyle just got done serving both services. And anyone who's volunteered at a church before knows that after two services, you're kind of done for the day. You want to go home. And he ran to the store, picked it up, then drove to Idaho. And it was no big deal. It was just something that he saw a need and said, I'll hop in there when I think everybody would have just said, "You're you're good to go home, man. Like you you did you did your job today, you know." So, and that's a funny thing too. I think it it was a biggish deal. Yeah, I mean, because it was to the degree where I was reluctant to do it because mm-hmm. I had just been out in Idaho the night before. Yeah, doing the same thing. Yeah, so exactly. I was like, I really i I don't think I've got it in me. Yeah, and it was so cool to see him rise up and yeah. So so awesome. yeah, that was a good story. It's good. Well, I think we've. We've touched on all the aspects of legs. Yeah, we have. And if we do all those things, all those legs, then we will be our motto, which is which little is church. What? The little church with a big impact. Little church with a big impact. I love that. That's great. Yeah. It's how to be an Arbor family member. It's how we recognize each other. Is yeah. We got good legs. There you go. Good <laughs> legs. Good legs. I was waiting for someone to make that joke because we were making that joke all morning. <laughs> I thought you were going to when you saw her husband walk in. <laughs> but you let it go. I, Cliff, you are the only one kind of showing your legs right now, though. Yeah, well, it's called exposure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well. All right. Unless there's anything else you guys want to uh, touch on, I'm I'm good to wrap this up if you guys are. Feeling good? Yes, sir. Yeah, All right, well, thank, yeah, throw the paper away, Brian. Nice. Well, thank you guys so much for listening and or watching the follow-up podcast. And uh, things are devolving on stage. So I'm going to (laughs) say thank you for watching and we'll see you guys next week. 